Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. This episode of Nobody's Listening Podcast is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty darn cheap. I just drew two people to put on their own wedding announcements. How cool is that? Also brought to you at go to, by GoToMeeting.com and GoDaddy.com, where you can use the code PODNAME121 for your next domain name. Hey, it's Travis Wheeler, and I think the LBB of the week should be James for insinuating that unsubscribe to Maxim. Just kidding. Bye. I got a bad feeling about this. No! Nobody's listening. No! Nobody's listening. You're listening to Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey! Hey, how you doing? It's Nobody's Listening. It's a podcast. This is episode 135, brought to you the week of January 25th. I'm your host. My name is James, and from America's Hat, I'd like to welcome Trevor Cameron. Welcome back, Trevor. Hey, James. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm missing John, though. I'm very sad. I, I miss him, too. We had a weird thing happen just now. We tried to pull John in through Skype, and uh, John was on a six-second delay. So I would literally say, John, what's two plus two? And count. One, one thousand. Two, one thousand. And he would say three, four or five <laughs> seconds later. And it was terrible. Not only was he wrong, but he was <laughs> he was wrong six seconds too late. So yeah, we're going to miss John, but he is in the chat room today, live chat room. Um, so it's just me and Trevor today, and it's sad. It's a little sad. It's a sad day. It's a sad show. It is. I feel sad. I feel like it's a pre-John show. And it's just me and Trevor, and and I don't know. That's just not going to cut it. But it's okay. I don't. I don't remember what that was like. What, what was that like? It was magical. It was a lot, <laughs> there was there was a lot less talking about bats and farting in in the show <laughs> back then. So uh, we always start with an opening story. This one's no different. Hey James, having been homeschooled until middle school, I I've been asked many stupid questions, such as, "Do you just play video games all day?" or "Do you even have friends?" By far, though, the most idiotic of these questions was asked of me while I was on vacation. I was uh, swimming in a hotel pool, and a random girl decided for some reason to converse with me. I love random girls. They're just yeah. so, they're so predictable. Uh, she asked where I lived, how old I was, and lastly, the dreaded question, where do you go to school, she asked. I'm homeschooled, I replied. I grimaced, waiting for that inevitable, 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 dumb question. Suddenly, a light of recognition filled her eyes. Oh, 
she said. That's what what you do when your parents can't afford to send you to a public school, right? <laughs> uh, uh, she, he says, I barely kept myself from laughing in her ignorant face and still chuckle when I think about it today. Love the show. Don't change anything. Nemo. Thanks, Nemo. I hope your daddy found you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of daddy, this episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by GoToMeeting. You know, the year is still new, and it is not too late to make your New Year's resolution, especially if you've already failed at all your other ones that you made at the beginning. A great New Year's resolution would be to work smarter in 2010. And use GoToMeeting to meet clients and colleagues online. See, with GoToMeeting brought to you by Citrix, you can save time and money by holding meetings online. Instead of driving or flying to meet people in person, use GoToMeeting to conduct sales presentations, product demos, training sessions right from your desk. And the best part is, if your colleagues or, or clients smell funny, you don't even have to deal with that. You can stay productive, be efficient, and avoid the hassle of unnecessary travel. Once you use GoToMeeting, I promise you, you will wonder how you ever did business without it. You can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days, but you must visit GoToMeeting slash podcast. That's GoToMeeting.com slash podcast for a free 30-day trial. Thank you, GoToMeeting. Uh, Nobody's Listening is also brought to you by a few listener supporters. Carrillo, Dean Piercy, Keith Techlets, Alexis Spraulding, and Marianne Buck. And she says, this donation is for Sally's birthday. So can you please sing happy birthday? Thanks. Hey, hey, hey Trevor, Canadian man, mm. what, what song do you guys typically sing to people uh, in Canada for their birthday? Is it the same happy birthday to you, or do you guys do something else? Uh, we sing, uh, oh, Christmas tree, oh, really? Christmas tree. I have yeah, a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> That tonight was going to be a good night. Um, yeah. Oh. What do you seriously sing? I mean, do you? Is that where the the uh, the, the the sizzler gets that happy happy birthday? Da, 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 da. Hey, da, 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 da. <laughs> suck a maple leaf. Hey, I don't know. Is that? I just don't know where the origin is. And I thought on the off chance it might be from Canada. No, no, no. We we had that. Uh, they say it's your birthday. Is my birthday too? So you and your wife bust that out for your kids. Yeah, but it's inaccurate because it's really not our birthday at the same time. So it's 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 built on a house of lies, really. It's quite sad. Well, anyway, my point is we've got to sing. <laughs> one of us has got to sing happy birthday. And I wanted to make sure when we said one, two, three, go, that we would uh, be singing the same song. I, w- I was thinking it'd be better if we actually had John still on here because then we'd have that row, row, row your boat thing where one would start one person. <laughs> Dude, that would have been fun. Find out the cadence and be like, row, row, row your boat. John comes in. He thinks he's singing completely in sync with us. That's awesome. Okay, here we go. Sally, this is for you. Happy birthday to you. Birthday Happy to birthday, you. To Happy you. birthday to you. Happy birthday to Happy you and your mama later whenever her birthday is. Happy birthday to Happy you. Happy birthday to you. Yeah, that was... Skype delay in motion right there. Thank God that's yeah. over. Weekly. You shut your mouth. Okay, we can do that. <laughs> update. Okay, so here's my weekly update. I had a blast in my most recent staff meeting. Okay? Because I, mm-hmm. I, I, on my phone, I have a Palm Pre, and I bought something called the Teen Repulsor, I think. Or, 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 okay. Yeah, it, I, I was interested in that because I don't like teenagers as a rule. 
or, or they don't like me. I don't know. Um, but I want it, it basically it plays various frequencies of noise. And apparently if you are under a certain age, you can hear sounds that people over a certain age can't hear. And the younger you are, the better your ears are and the more range you have. And so this piercing sound bursts out through my phone that old people can't hear, but I can. And in theory, there's certain frequencies that my children can hear and I can't. Okay, so there's the framework. And um, I was in staff meeting. And there's a couple guys that are a little older than me. I'm 36. There's a couple 41-year-olds, 40-year-olds, blah, blah, blah. And then there's some guys that are, you know, just about to hit 30, 26, 27, 28. So I set my tone to the one that said 30 and under. And I can't hear it, okay? I can't hear this sound. And I'm looking at them. I'm looking at him on the neck on the couch next to me happens to be a guy that's about 41 and he's a little bit of a spaz. He's my, he's becoming fastly one of my great friends, but he'll tell you he's, he's high strung. And, um, and so anyway, I'm watching these two young guys. I hit the button right in the middle of the serious conversation and I know nobody's going to hear it. I'm watching the young guys and the guy next to me, the spaz guy, his head just jerks <laughs> to the side <laughs> and his eyes get so big. He goes, do you hear that? He's not wanting to disturb the entire meeting. The young guys might, by the way, hear nothing. Nobody hears anything. I don't hear anything. He and I'm like, dude, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. And his eyes jump even bigger, and he starts looking around like somebody's whispering his name, you know, and nobody, and because he's looking at all the other people, like you guys are still talking, and I'm the only one hearing this. I mean, he literally looked like he thought he was going insane, and it was so hilarious. And I'd turn it off, and then I'd turn it back on, and he jerks again. He's like. Dude, do you hear that? <laughs> so after the meeting, I had I, it was all I could do not to keep from busting out. But he calmed down when I told him, "Dude, you have the ears of a twenty-year-old," <laughs> and his, he just grinned from ear to ear. He's like, "That is so cool, man! Show me how it works," you know. And he could hear like down to where a seventeen-year-old should be able to hear. So hats wow. off to, to to Tim. But uh, yeah, I totally. Totally blew his mind. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> he thought he thought the demons had come for his soul. <laughs> <laughs> I hear voices. Uh, Can't you? <laughs> uh, it was great. So uh, tell me, dude, because I'm I'm interested to hear what you have to say. Because you, you, I asked you how you're doing. You said okay, and I asked you how you're doing on a scale of one to ten. You said about three or four. And you said it had to do with your weekly update. So why don't you take this moment as therapy and just cast your cares upon the gospel of Kennison? Well, today brought the end of an era, an era that I've shared with the Nobody's Listening fans. Today, for the final time, Stolly the Wonder Card died. Aww. <laughs> He, he is, he, the car has died on me several times, and I've found ways to bring it back to life. This time, however, I'm pretty sure she's dead for good. I uh, was driving into work. The heat gauge has been doing some weird things lately, and as I'm driving into work today, even though even though the air that was coming out of the uh, out of the vents was ice cold, the heat gauge on my car suddenly went from about middle and climbed and climbed to the uh. H. To, to where it was past the H, to where it was actually almost hitting my speedometer, <laughs> which is beside it. And for those that don't know, from America, in Canada, H means, hey! 
So. Hey, stop now. Hey. <laughs> what are you doing? And, and I'm and, and I'm in the middle of the highway and driving. It's like, hmm. Well, it's, it's still going, so I'm just gonna go with this because the the water the air coming out of there is ice cold. So the car can't be hot, can it? Mm. <laughs> as soon as I pulled off to the side of the road, however, on my off ramp, I I kind of pulled off to the far far side just in case it didn't go once I stopped it. Right. <laughs> I stopped her and. She died, kind of this hiccuping jerk thing, and all the lights on the dash came on. It was then that I noticed the smoke billowing out from oh, <laughs> from man. underneath the hood, which had a wonderful oil smell to it. And as I lifted my hood, there was oil coming or uh, smoke coming from all around the engine bonnet, <laughs> and and there was this pool of this black tar-like liquid forming underneath my car. Engine what? <laughs> Engine bonnet. Oh, it's it's like a hat you put on your head, except for it goes in. So it was a baby engine, and it was, <laughs> it was dressed for Easter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, so I I was greeted with the uh, with a lot of jeers today because I had to get my buddy to go get his truck because I couldn't just leave the car there as hey, dead man, as she can was. Can I have a ride? <laughs> oh no, no, it wasn't just a ride. It was can you leave work, go Aww. home, get your truck, bring it to me. Hook up and, and <laughs> lie down in the mud underneath my car to hook it up because I didn't have work pants. He did. So he came and he hooked my car up and he towed me into work. And as I go right past the main boardroom, and that has windows that lead right into our main driveway, and they all were looking at me. And I came out. It's like, hey, I, I heard they, they were saying later, it's like, well, what's that weird truck doing pulling our driveway? Hey, wait a second. Isn't that Trevor's car he's pulling? Didn't we <laughs> fire him my- yesterday? This is my glorious time wandering into the office. I just imagine suddenly for some reason you sitting on the hood of the car like a like a <laughs> like a homecoming queen in a in a small town parade with that little pivot wave of your hand looking at the boardroom people holding a bouquet of flowers on Sparky the Wonder Car or whatever his name was. Stolly the Wonder Car. There you go. <laughs> And, and and as I you know as I pull in and the funny thing is I mean I, at work I've uh, you know I just got a recent promotion and I want a small raise so I'm thinking hey just think if you keep working hard you can reach the pinnacle of success of me driving <laughs> to work in a dead car yeah, the board, I have to the, borrow <laughs> the board people were like uh, do you think he's trying to give us a hint that his raise wasn't enough you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like, well, you know what? I am the, I am successful. Look at me in my dead car that I can't afford to replace. Cool. Oh yeah, it's it's the pinnacle of the Canadian dream. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, I was into my weekly update. I was wondering if uh, John has rebooted his router. I'm wondering if we might want to try to bring him in and All tell right. his we'll, weekly update. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back. Hold on. Okay. Oh, man. Would you welcome John Steinklobber to the uh, show, please? Absolutely. John, thank you for getting your crap fixed out there. Uh, Sorry, I just got out of the bathroom. You know, I just, uh, (laughs) sorry, that was bad. So, John, what's your weekly update? You're right on time. This stupid freaking router got messed up (laughs) and I had to reboot it. Dead gum. Crap technology. Hey guys, as soon as I pulled him in <laughs> before we restarted the recording, he's like, four, the answer's four. <laughs> and then uh, I, and then I, I said, let's test it for real. Four, two plus two. And he goes, four. And I was like, yay. And John, quick as a wink, says, I answered that three seconds ago. <laughs> I was like, no way. I actually bought it, too. I, 
So gullible. Did, oh, good. I got you then. All yes, right. you did. Punk. Excellent. I'm sorry. Well, you know, I do have a, a for real weekly update aside from my uh, misery with technology. Sad thing is, you know, I used to be a IT guy, mm-hmm. and and I always forget the the most simple answer, which is reboot. Plug it in. Reboot. Yeah, plug it in. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, it's not as exciting as Trevor's there, man. Sorry about your car. Uh, hey, hey, your, your definition of exciting is obviously different than mine. <laughs> well, well exciting know. and fun are two different things. For instance, being chased <laughs> being chased yes. by a by a uh, bull terrier or any kind of large dog. I don't know that a bull terrier is large. Is very exciting. It's just not very fun. So <laughs> exactly. Enough. Well, mine was kind of uh, fun. No, it was just exciting. My son has this little toy, and. Um, when you drive at night, this toy, it lights up, and it, it has all these flashing lights in it. And uh, he was playing with it in the back, back seat of the car. And he pushed that button, and, and I saw all these red and blue lights flashing <laughs> behind me. And you, you know that feeling you get in your stomach yep. when, there's a, when you're being pulled over? You almost want to vomit. And you check that speedometer all quick. You instantly <laughs> pull your foot off the accelerator, no matter if you're going oh. 20 under. Oh, I did all that, and I looked, and, and I looked up in the rearview mirror, and I was like, "Where did he go?" And the cop go. And you just see your son. Thing. Your son's making this motion. Pull over, pull. Yeah, no. he is. He's back there in the seat, and he's waving the stupid thing. It's <laughs> awesome. It, it wouldn't be so bad if it just happened that one time, but every time he put that thing off, and I knew he had it in his hand, I still got that sick feeling in my stomach oh, man i'll throw your sick feeling out the window i'll throw your <laughs> sick feeling down on the ground and step on it <laughs> so oh, good stuff. yeah but he just turned five so you know hey congratulations you'll enjoy you'll enjoy a five-year-old oh my goodness not really all they are is four-year-olds would practice <laughs> a year's worth Yes, they're just really, really good at being four. So, uh, speaking of being four. Who, me? <laughs> Who, me? It's time for some middle school drama. Hey, James, Trevor, and John, I got a funny story for you, so here it goes. One day at school, I ran out to recess. My friends and I were messing around. My best friend is the coolest guy in school, so he has a, he had a crowd around us. <laughs> we were playing chicken and kicking a ball around. I'd love to see how that works. Uh, I was going to kick my leg up so it touched my nose. Yes, I can do that. Wow. <laughs> Ouch. Sounds painful. Yeah, it does. How I do you kick myself how, in the face? How it's do you cool? How do you figure out you can do that? <laughs> An accident. It, it's, it, it involves being a, 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 hall, a hallway policeman, student policeman, and being thrown out of a bathroom, I think. Probably, right, Trevor? Mm, that helps. <laughs> yeah, really limbers up for the splits. Whoa, they threw me on the floor and I, like, totally kicked myself in the face. That's awesome. Landed on a traffic cone. Oh, yeah. Well, we do it again? Let's do it again. So he says, I was going to kick my my leg up so it touched my nose. I'm, I'm practicing to be one of those dancers that dance in a line with the feathers on their hair. So I'm going to be the first man. The first rocket. There you go. Thank you. And kick the ball in the air and then catch it. 
So I did. While the ground was muddy that day and I kicked up my leg, I slipped backwards and dug my head deep into a mud puddle. And to this day, everybody teases me when I wear the shirt with the huge brown stain on the back of it. Jocelyn. That's funny because people used to mock me for the pants that had the big brown stain on the back. Totally different story. No. Well, I, I, I was thinking that, you know, once you get the big brown stain on the back of your shirt from falling in the mud, you know what? washing machine usually takes care of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's like it's if somebody put a kick-me sign on your on your back and you just never took it off. Oh, well, I'm just wearing this again. Today's going to be a rough day on the old dairy air. <laughs> it's going to be one of them days again. We'll get kicked a lot, man. <laughs> Cody writes in, hey, what's up? I'm JCM Rocks in the chat room. This happened just on Wednesday, and my brother punched me, and he ran away, and I was going to hit him back. He started running for the door, and I knew it was locked, so I took off after him, and we got to a good speed when he reached the door. He ran straight into the door, and his body just smacked flat on the, on the door when I got a hold of him, but let him go because all I wanted him to do was hit the door. <laughs> well, I hope this makes it on there. Love the show's Cody. Yeah. <laughs> I like that one though. <laughs> Anytime you punch somebody and run is always funny. Well, he chased him to the door, and he he didn't even have to do anything. He was like, "I'm just gonna <laughs> chase him into the door." It's good stuff. <laughs> hey, dear James, Trevor, and John, I got a funny story for you. So here it goes: heart, 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 heart. I was recently at a sleepover with my friend, and some guy in a hockey mask came in and killed us all. <laughs> No, <laughs> sorry. I was at a sleepover with my best friend Natalie, and her dad made this stuff for us, and it was really good and sticky, and it was like sticky, goopy <laughs> jello. So, probably jello jigglers made Maybe. popular in the 80s. Um, mm-hmm. So, okay. we thought it'd be a good idea to play with it. So, we put, on our, put it on our <laughs> cheeks and made it look like nasty boogers on our face. <laughs> Uh, Girls do that too? <laughs> no way. Unless Natalie's some weird Canadian name. I don't know. Uh, we uh, So we were messing around, and then Natalie's 20-year-old brother, who already doesn't like me, came in. That's a long story. So we got quiet, and I had to duck down a little bit so he couldn't see the jello stuff on my cheeks. <laughs> LOL. Well, I have long hair, and I accidentally dipped my hair in the jello stuff. <laughs> So a little later, my mom came and picked me up. I got home and took a long nap. And guess what happened to my hair? It's now hard and pointy at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that wasn't too long. And hopes it makes it on the show, Jocelyn. I was hoping her hair would, like, clamp onto the pillow like a giant claw. But no such thing. (laughs) Yeah, that would be a great way to decorate a T-shirt. Brown stain on the back. Yellow sticky jello on the front. That would be awesome. I'm assuming they're yellow, a yellow jello, because it rhymes and it would make good oh. boogers. So. Four. 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 Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was having a flashback. Oh, man. I thought I was golfing for a second. John ruined, tried to ruin the show. I'm, I already did that once. Eric, are you still there? Oh, crap. <laughs> Any show that Eric Fisher's not on is a bad show. That's all I can say. All right. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, um, I've asked the guys to share some small stories. So it's a little different 
Um, it's not a theme show, and it's not a featured story. We just have a couple of featured stories. Seems to revolve around a theme. We're going to try that right after this. We'll be right back. Welcome, Welcome to Square Table Discussions. Hey, everybody. This is Z. This is Katie, then. Okay, so what do you want to say? I don't know. We we do a podcast. Zerbencast. We do the Zerbencast. We do square table discussion, and the reason it's called that is because we're sitting at a square table. <laughs> That's it. We're just sitting at a square and table. We just and sit at a square table, and we want the world to know about it. We talk about funny stuff, and zombies, and movies, and music, and gaming, and... Something you can listen to when you're on a long car trip, or... Or the toilet. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, a nice long walk. So check us out, yo! So check us out, yes. Um, and you can download us on iTunes. Yes. and Cast, Square Table Discussions. Where the conversation is totally square. Totally square. Featured story. All right, here we go. The great experiment. We have uh, before the show. We randomly chose uh, from our panel, and yeah. Trevor. <coughs> Trevor uh, came up first, so Trevor's going right. to tell a story. We have right. a panel. <laughs> yeah. Their names are, are Jenna and Jen. And, and they and they don't approve of you. No, <laughs> oh, boo. I was going to tell um you, you were trying to give us some some little uh little hints of things that might jog our memory. Yeah. And one of them was uh was something about bikes and one of them was about getting the knock the, the knock winded out of you. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's entirely correct. Uh, mm. But the uh just go with it. And it just so happens that when I was young um, uh, when I was first learning how to drive a two-wheel bike, I mean, it still had the training wheels on it. Mm. Uh, I lived in uh, in the area where I lived. There was um, where I lived was a flat area, and then leaving our subdivision was uh, a hill. It wasn't an extremely steep hill, but it was a bit of a hill. So they were trying to decide how to actually uh, get me to get me to to, to ride the bike. Because I mean, on the flat area, I wasn't quite getting the idea of pedaling. I mean, I was trying to pedal backwards and I, I couldn't quite get the feet going in the right way. I was 19 at the time. I don't know if that's important to the story. <laughs> How but, tall are you? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, since I'm only five foot four now, I must have been at least foot and a half. I mean, you know. <laughs> so You were your uh, own mini-me. That's so rad. <laughs> <laughs> I was just waiting for it to beg me. <laughs> That's so bad. my dad. My dad wanted to, to teach me how to how to drive this bike, and his idea was to put me at the top of this hill because see, gravity would help me move. I love that. <laughs> so he, there he was. My mom was at the bottom of the hill. My dad was at the top of the hill. My mom was just kind of down there. She didn't walk up the hill with us. So my dad put me on the bike. It's like okay, just start pedaling. So I did. And I started gaining momentum. It's like, okay, this is good. This is good. I'm going, I'm going. And now I'm going faster and faster and faster and faster. Now, at the end of this hill, That's my mom. It, it, it is a T intersection. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, what was at the bottom of the hill, James? My mom, what's she going to do? Let's put the frail one at the bottom of the hill. <laughs> That's good. That's good logic. Well, you know, I mean, well, you know, my dad had to be up there to push me down the hill. You, know? <laughs> so, you, you catch him, Doreen. I'll chuck him. As, it's like as the I'm opposite of the day hill. you were born where she pushed you and he caught you. you, pushed, you know? I'll chuck. <laughs> so I'm, I'm sailing down this hill 
I'm going faster and faster and faster. Now, there are two things that had gone that go wrong at this point in time. One, I'm nobody in, told me how to brake. Two, I'm in Canada. Oh. <laughs> no, no. That was, nobody told you how to brake. And we, I couldn't see over the handlebars. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, nobody told me how to brake, so I had no idea how to slow down the car. Uh, the, the car. Yeah, they actually were they're teaching me how to drive. I don't know, with training <laughs> wheels. It was really weird. <coughs> so nobody taught me. Well, yeah, is that important? No, <laughs> never. So I had no idea how to brake. And as I'm getting down to this end of this T intersection, and I remember this vividly. I mean, like, obviously I was really young, but I still remember to this day. I'm getting down the edge of the hill, and I'm thinking, I should turn. But in my mind, in my, in my however old I was, young child logic, the thought occurred to me, if I turn and I'm going this fast and I go away, what if my parents never find me? Because I go down the road. <laughs> They're right here. If I turn... Where am I going to end up? I yeah, don't know. It's, it's, and losing Trevor's a lot like losing a mini SD card, you know? jeez. Oh, <laughs> once, once you drop it, it's like a contact lens. You ain't finding it. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like a needle in a haystack. I don't know how to find my way through this neighborhood. Because <laughs> he's so small, you see. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, Trevor. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> So anyway, so, and then the, that was the first lo- logic that went in my head was if I turn, they won't find me. The second logic was, so I won't turn. Now, also at the end of this T intersection, it goes into, um, I actually, <laughs> now James, you can relate to me on this one now. Mm. I actually grew up in a trailer park. Yay! So, <laughs> so I'm coming down towards, I'm, I'm sailing down, and at the end of this T intersection where the road ends, it goes into the yard of the trailer that's there, and yeah. it was raised up off the ground, Unblocked. but they didn't have the skirt, they didn't have the skirting around Just it. Open, yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So I'm sailing down, and and the logic in my head said, you know what, the best thing to do would be. We'll just be a head head first into this trailer. <laughs> oh, come on, dude. Seriously? So I sail right towards this thing. My mom, I can see coming out of the corner of my eye, is running towards me. <laughs> and as and and the and the, the height of me and the bike, basically the um uh, and now I, I don't even know how the handlebars ended up kind of underneath but it basically the the uh, the oh. uh, bottom of this of the trailer ended up exactly pretty much mid uh, mid abdomen on me <laughs> so as so the bike goes sailing underneath underneath the trailer my mom reaches around with her arm kind of grabs me as much as she can as i, I get impaled on the, on the edge of the trailer knocked off like with my mom's my mom's weight and the weight of the trailer hitting me, I had this big red mark across oh. <laughs> across my gut. Uh, and the bike oh. is like I think on the other side of the trailer now because it's sailed completely underneath. <laughs> underneath. Uh, warning! That was me, right? Warning! Science uh, MythBusters science moment: an object in motion tends to stay in motion even if that object is very very small. No. Mm. no, no, I tended to stop quickly. <laughs> actually, you know, Trevor was tall at that time, and he didn't mention that the accident actually took off about two feet from him. <laughs> it's like when a when a sports car goes under the, the bed of a big truck <laughs> and it takes the top off, unless you're driving a coy- the Coyote from Hardcastle <laughs> and McCormick. Right. <sighs> well, so that was me learning how to ride a bike. 
<clears throat> and that was when I you were saw- 19? Yeah, well, uh, might have been 21, you know. I mean, <laughs> Did you get the wind knocked out of you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you really? Well, I, 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 Your mom I took, did it. I took a trailer in. I took a trailer into my lungs. Trailer to the lungs. <laughs> we used to say weenus to the jaw. Now it's trailer to the lungs. Trailer to the lungs. Dude. See, it's my theory that every human male, specifically, uh, remembers... Probably females too, but I think guys especially remember the first time they got the wind knocked out of them because it's the first time as a child you literally thought you were going to die. Die. Yep. Yeah. And I remember, I remember mine vividly. Yeah. Said that already. Oh, do you? <laughs> tell tell oh. us about your your wind how, how, <laughs> how would that sound like, James? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, I, my mom used to teach school at a. Uh, and the, I guess it was a sixth and seventh grade center at the time, or junior high. I don't know. And they had it was an old school school with the whole uh, lions, you know, outside the door type of thing, you know, uh, nice. raised off the the steps. And so I was playing um, on top of that, just walking around behind the lion, you know. Um, so I'm a good seven foot off the ground. I don't know. I'm 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 remembering it through you know three foot eyes here, but. Um, I was probably in second grade at the time and I'm, and I'm wrestling and pushing on this teenage guy, you know, cause that's what you do. You, you play with them and they chase you and you try to get them to chase you and you're, you punch them in the stomach and all that stuff. And, uh, and, and I lost my balance and suddenly started falling backwards. Well, mm. I, I reached and grasped at his t-shirt and my hands did find purchase, but, in, <laughs> but instead of, uh, him keeping me from falling he i pulled him over and so not only did i land straight on my back this stupid kid fell right on top of me and (laughs) my wind just i just i remember just not being able to breathe in Mm -hmm. you know you feel flattened out like a sponge with all the water squished out of it and uh and and yeah about the point where i thought i was going to die suddenly you're like Yep. And all the tears. I was mad at him. I remember being mad like it was his fault. <laughs> like he hurt me. I wouldn't even look at him or talk to him. And he was, and he, and my mom said, he had the wind knocked out of him too. And I'm like, I don't care. I don't even know what that means, but I almost died, you know. <laughs> How old were you? Oh, I don't know. Second grade. So, you know, six or seven. gone. That's scary. I was probably about that age too. <laughs> Except it was monkey bars, and I didn't land flat on my back. I actually landed on my feet. Oh! And, and it was weird. I, I just I jumped off or something. And I landed like flat-footed, and all of a sudden I just couldn't breathe. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm dying!" So my mom was across the street. So I started walking over there. And I thought, "I'm I'm not going to make it. I'm just going <laughs> to fall down right here in the dirt, and nobody's going to care. Nobody will find Die me." Die in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah, I was scared. I, I came up to a T intersection, and I thought. <laughs> <laughs> the only way to save myself is to hit that trailer square on. <laughs> yes, because if I turn, I might get lost. <laughs> and my parents won't find me. That is honestly what I thought. If I'm going to die, let it be underneath the cross base of a trailer. <laughs> At least they'll know where to find the body. <laughs> <laughs> they could just bury me right there in the dirt. No. So, John, uh, do you have a bike story by chance? I, I I do have a bike story. I've got a few of them, but um, this one is probably my my favorite. Um, 
I, I learned to ride at an early age. I actually took my own training wheels off because I was that much mechanic and I was also 16. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was really, five. yeah, no, I don't remember how old I was. I was 15. But I had, I had one of the, remember um, the early bikes where you couldn't With free the big spin. wheel in the front and the little tiny wheel in the back? Yes. Yeah, I no. remember those. No, not that one. Oh. It was, um, <laughs> it was actually, it, it, I can't remember. You rode a big had, wheel. That I doesn't did. count. <laughs> uh, That's not riding a bike. It only had two wheels. I used the roller skate on the other side. Oh, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> but um, I, was, uh, I was riding my bike one day, and I was riding over at my cousin's house, and we were just, we were just having a good time, and um, there's this cute girl. And I, I, I don't know, I was probably 10 or whatever. But there's this cute girl um, standing outside in her yard. So we all decided that we were going to be cool. And um, oh boy. so we were just riding around. We'd pop a wheelie and try to ride as long as we could. And I could never I could never ride very far, you know, <laughs> pulling a wheelie on the biker. I just jerked the handlebars. I yeah. don't even think the front tire ever came off the ground. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm awesome. Look what I did. I made my front wheel pop up. <laughs> I like I look like Cooter trying to turn his car side or, or Cletus trying to turn his car sideways, chasing the Dukes of Hazard. You know. I'm gonna get him this time. Oh. Um, that's pretty good. But anyways, I have the worst luck with trying to show off and be awesome. Uh, it never works, never ever. And this is probably the the incident that I will always remember uh. as it not working. Because I would look over out there, over at her to see if she was smiling back or whatever. And um, and so I'd pull the the tire and I'd try to ride really fast right by her or whatever. Well, I looked back to uh, to see if she was looking at me. And um, they used to park their cars on the side of the road <laughs> where I live. And. Uh, I ran right oh. into a car that was parked. <laughs> that I, it was a big, big <coughs> car. And um, remember how we used to have pad pads on our bikes? You know, yeah, like, like yeah. yeah. Yep. I had those on my bike, and they didn't do a no, bit of good. They don't do nothing. Because <laughs> that bike came up and hit me between the legs, oh. and it was it was bad enough to be embarrassed to hit the car while I was looking back at the girl. But now I just got racked, and oh. I uh, I fell on the ground. <laughs> Let's have a conversation real quick about bikes and the bike design, okay? Yeah, Why in that. the world do we have the bar and girls have the dip? <laughs> why? I, I know why. The, 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 the excuse that they use is, oh, it's dresses. It was the original design and blah, 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 and their skirts yeah. and all. Uh, those days are so over, and yeah, now, nobody wears dresses. And we got this bar. What in the world? Let's switch and let's make it okay. Let's toughen up that dip, make it a lightning bolt or something. But oh, anyway, mm, I mean, we yeah. guys, we got guys wearing body spray for the love. We can do yeah, this. You know what? You're right. We oh. can convert bikes to have not have the. A dumb the pain bar. bar in the middle. Oh, because even even on normal, just getting off your bike, you know, you you'd forget and just crunch down. Especially when you got yeah. that bike that was just a little bit bigger, and you're we're gonna grow into it type of deal. Yeah, it was terrible. And we wore those short shorts back then, you know. 
<laughs> so there was no warning. I think these baggy pants kids, they got it made because it literally cinches up on their knees before they can even get to their groin. They've got a warning system built in. We're just like crunch right there. Uh, so that's why I still you, have such a high voice now. And every I, I'm still confused on the fact that James wore short shorts. I, dude, I, everybody then <laughs> did. There was no mid. I mean, the mid length shorts down to the knees only came out what in eighty three, eighty four. Yeah, so, jams. Yeah, that's what we called them. Yep, they had awesome designs and the surfers wore them and stuff. Yeah. No, we wore this. The skinny little tennis shorts. Yeah, with the little, they would be red with like white piping on white, the sides. Yep, true. It's the same kind most PE teachers still wear to this day. Yeah, they haven't gotten out of the seventies. Oh wait a second! I think I understand something. See, I didn't think I wore shorts when I was a, when I was a kid. I, I actually was probably wearing shorts, and they just seemed like jeans to me because they went all the way down to my ankles. Oh. So. <laughs> Trevor's upset. He's like, all that time I thought I was running around in my own underwear. Now I know they were just shorts. So, sorry to take that away from you. Oh, oh that was my my unfortunate experience with showing off. And you'd think I would have learned my lesson, but no. Every every year I go back and I try to impress that young lady. <laughs> she's not so young anymore. She's got 15 kids and she's about 80 pounds overweight, but... One day she's going to smile. She's going to think I'm cool because I can ride a wheelie on my bike. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, of showing off on bikes that end up in uh, injuring ourselves, mm-hmm. I had on one of the streets that I was uh, that I lived on, and this was further on in life when I actually didn't have the training wheels on, on my bike. I had one of those, you know how, the, you know, there was the BMX bikes with the, you know, the yeah. thin frames and stuff. Then there was the bikes. I don't know if this is a Canadian thing where we had the ones that were called MX and they were like, they were shaped big, like moose. They were like these <laughs> yeah, <laughs> antlers on the front. We had you streamers on, on the ed- edge of our handlebars. Yeah. He had antlers coming out the sides. <laughs> well, the, the, the M stood for moose. The X moose. was just there to make it cool. Moose. Extreme. Extreme moose. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Only um, moose that growls. Dukes of Moosehead. I got. That's what his big wheel looked like. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, uh, so the, the, these MX bikes is. Uh, it was basically. It was like a big beefy. I guess it was meant to kind of look like a. Uh, halfway between a bike and a motorcycle, like the the seat was big. And, yeah, and, and did it have yeah. a foam gas tank? Shocks on it. Uh, yeah, I don't think fake gas tank on it. Mine, yeah, fake, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I had one of those. Yeah. Holy crisp! Well, I forgot about it until just now. I didn't. It had you know, it had the shocks on in the front of it and everything. Oh no! no so never mind. Well, mine did. <laughs> I mean, well, they. I don't think they did anything, but. One. But uh, anyway, we had uh, at the bottom of my street was a um, was actually the high school um, that a lot of the high school stories went to. But I wasn't going to that school at the time. Like I was still in mm-hmm. elementary school. So I actually lived I, I lived up the street from where I would eventually go to high school. Musical. And w- it had this big it had a, um, a parking lot. And at the end of the parking lot was a, a sidewalk that went perpendicular to where the parking lot was and it had a little ramp for you know you know so wheelchairs could get up there or you know strollers anything like that you know your typical yeah. little, little uh, dip in the sidewalk yeah now on the other end of that sidewalk was this hill that went down 
probably about the height of um, a trailer. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to say the goalpost in a football field. Yeah, about the same. Yeah, well, actually, okay. but but it wasn't actually one of the uh, you know it wasn't an actual goalpost. It was one of the one. It was just a. When you say uh, football, do you mean soccer or football? I, I'm not. I'm not in Britain. Okay. Well, yeah, you kind of <laughs> are. You're a subsidiary. <laughs> well, I suppose technically, yeah, and the Queen sits on top of it. So, uh, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <clears throat> so it went down this hill and it went on to our, onto the school's football field. Now, somehow in my brain, I got to the thought that going over this, uh, over that hill, using that little ramp as a jump would be an awesome idea. Hmm. And, now, and now, mind you, I lived probably, oh, a good 30 houses up from and a, and a corner away from this parking lot. Okay. So I went up to, I, I was up my, at my house, got on my bike. And wheel down. Oh, I should be dead, by the way. Wheel down at full <laughs> speed. Yeah, I always do my tricks while I'm dead. <laughs> but anyway, I do it anyhow. <laughs> full speed. First, full speed down this road, and then turn the corner blind, where cars could be driving. I always do my tricks then, blind. <laughs> it's easier. You don't get scared. Corners. Yeah. So I turn right around this blind corner and then turn left across traffic I, I did into the, the parking lot. I did give the corner some change, though. So. <laughs> he was shaking his little cup. <laughs> Sorry. He's about to get killed by a car. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You blind corner. I couldn't get past it. So, I mean, so I, I'm, I'm going as fast. As I, I don't know why I didn't figure out the fact that I could actually go as fast as I wanted to go just if I went across the parking lot. Mm. But So I went all the way down this corner across traffic into the parking lot through the parking lot and then to this little ramp <laughs> and then dove over the ramp and down this hill which was you know like i said about a football um goalpost high so i mean it, it was quite a dip into the field mm-hmm. to, and jump down into it and just you know and it was like a homer simpson moment you know that where he goes over the gully in the in the uh, skateboard it's like <laughs> this is the greatest move of my life i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make it and just before i landed my handlebars went crunk to the side uh. and, the, and the bike just went Boom! Down onto the side of my leg and just crushed me. Uh, and, and I'm just lying there. It's like, you okay? It's like, no, I'm pretty sure my leg's broken. I don't think I'm okay. <laughs> so I'm writhing in pain as my buddies are there with me. Can you go, uh, can you go get it? <laughs> I think it's broken. Bring it over here. Yeah. Under a trailer. I think my leg's broken. It's over there about five feet. Can you check to see if it's broke? But... Uh, yeah, that was um I didn't knock the wind out of myself that time and no my leg was not broken at the time but uh at the time like it was it was a hard lick like and and just uh. like there was nothing about what I was attempting to do that had any intelligence related to it whatsoever like it was all just full of stupid <laughs> Which is pretty much our lives as children isn't it? Yeah. Full <laughs> of <laughs> stupid. Oh. The story of my life. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I, uh, I, I, th- there was a pile of uh, debris at the end of my road at the side. Actually, it was when they had just built the sidewalks down toward Martha Drive. You remember the greenhouse I lived in, John, on the end of uh, Martha Drive behind the high school in St. Yeah. Mary's? Yeah, the the Christmas tree house or Christmas lighthouse. Everybody called it because we never took our Christmas yeah. lights down. Thank you. I think the lights are still on there, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. They are. I went by the other day. 
And uh, so anyway, I, I, you know, the sidewalk and then this this big pile of dirt, it was just too much, you know. I So I had a jump. I wanted to jump this thing. And I did it. I did it successfully over and over and over. And you know what I hate about parents? The one thing I got to say I hate the most about parents is they have the magical ability to ruin whatever trick you're doing. Because you yes. go to do the trick and you can't do the trick. And what do your parents do? They lose interest. Very quickly. Uh-huh. And then you do it, you look, you do it perfect, and they weren't looking. Mom, Dad! You know, and yeah. uh, I remember my stepdad was there, and, and of course, I go up beautifully, and I come down because I pushed down on the bars, and my tire hit just, I, I just overdid it, and I went straight down like a crashing airplane. Oh. Handlebars twisted, went into my stomach, I... I'm, 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 my face hit the ground, I'm crumpled up. And what does my wonderful, wonderful, amazing stepdad do? You kind of mess that up. That's dangerous. <laughs> oh, man. Well, thanks. You didn't do that. Thanks. I hope mom divorces you. <laughs> oh, man. She did. She did divorce him. Not because of that. But I, did, I did get it's my like, nope, That's the final straw. Notes, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Mom, you need to divorce that guy. He's a jerk. Yeah. Mom, mom. Mom, divorce mom. Yeah, it only took him, uh, it took her two or three more years to figure it out herself. But yeah, no offense, brothers, brothers, David and Jonathan. No offense, <laughs> my half brothers. Oh man, good stories, guys. I appreciate. I think oh. it was, I think this it was a successful experiment. It's, it's yeah. I think the you, fans I mean, will be pleased. And when I say emphasis. fans, I mean the people that like y'all. I don't have no. fans, but you guys. Nobody do. likes. Me. Nobody is no in L cast means nobody likes anybody on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, that doesn't really fit. <laughs> oh well. Let's do this instead. E and V mail. Thank you for calling. Alright, um Roman has a comment about episode one thirty two. What show is that for the love? <laughs> Does anybody know? Chat- so I don't know. Let's, let's look it up in the wiki. Episode one thirty two. Anybody know? That's the apology. Ah, the apology episode. Thank you. Um, who said that in the chat room? Squish92. Thank you. By the way, join us in the chat room every Monday night, 9.30 p.m. Cent- uh, Eastern time. Sorry, not Central. I moved. Um, thanks, chat room people. We got, what, about, yeah. about 24 people in there right now. Very cool. I think that's how many. Mm. Let me re- refresh. I don't know if it updates live. We've only got oh, about, yeah. 5,000. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, chat room minus. shows one, and, and the video shows another, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, Roman says about uh, the apology episode, Hey, James, Trevor, and John, a couple weeks ago, I was on a plane out to California to attend my cousin's wedding. While I was on the plane, I started listening to episode 132, The Apology. When Trevor started telling his weekly update and arrived at the snuggy part, I began laughing very hard. <laughs> So hard, so, so hard, in fact, that my entire body, waist to chest, that's not your entire body, was in pain. <laughs> and no sound was coming out of my mouth. After about 20 seconds of this, I managed to open my eyes enough to see people I was sharing the row with were staring at me <laughs> in an alarmed expression on their faces. That's awesome. They were probably wondering if you had a, a bomb in your crotch or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going off. It's tickling. (laughs) It's got my snuggie. Uh, And all I could do was point at my iPod. (laughs) 
Yeah, the bomb's not going off. With the stupid laughing expression that I had frozen on my face. It was right after that they decided to get up and move to the back of the plane. I assume they thought I was likely to attack them or something. My iPod's got an explosive device. <laughs> and it's hilarious. It's hilarious. It's going to be the bomb. Get it? Oh. Um, oh, crap. We better not give anybody any ideas. No joke. But good did come out of this because I got to the, the row to myself, even if the flight attendants kept giving me sidelong glances. Anyhow, I haven't laughed that hard in a very long time. Thanks for making my plane line ride a uh, great experience. Keep the funny stories coming, Roman. That's awesome. We'll we'll take we'll take feedback like that any day, any day. Because I, I get feedback sometimes not so great. Not everybody loves nobody's listening. Hey, uh, this is from Rob. The stories from nobody's listening have never triggered my gag reflex until today. This is about last episode. Even Trevor's daughter with the runny nose and snot in the snowbank didn't bother me. <laughs> Though the poop in the mouth almost got me. Um, <laughs> I got poo poo it wasn't nose. poop. It was poo. <laughs> Thank you. But, uh, but um, what did me in was the recounting of the peanut butter and jelly skit with the pit hair and skin tags in the sandwich. <laughs> that was pretty gross. <laughs> I did PB&J sandwich the next day, and it was hard to eat it. Yeah, especially with chunky peanut butter. It was chunky <laughs> strawberry jam. Ew. <laughs> Ew, <for laughs> some extra blood. Um, I'm very, I'm a very visual individual. I call it a curse. Yeah, I'm the same way. <clears throat> but it's the way God made me, and the clay isn't supposed to talk back to the potter. Days like this makes me glad um, I telecommute. Nobody had to hear my gag reflex kick in. So Rob's got a little bit more, but we'll read that later in later episodes. I'll keep it up. And he's got a story added on, but good stuff, Rob. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Steve uh, writes in, hey, James, Trevor, and John, your podcasts are godsend when I'm stocking shelves at night. Long time listener, first time story poster. One All night right. slash morning a couple years ago, I was filling the soda when a lady entered the aisle I was on. Context is great. She walks over to me and calmly says, there's a bat over there. And she points to the other end of the aisle next to me. Oh, I'll get John. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was not me. Oh, I must find the Count Trocula cereal and hide. Uh, okay, I said, and proceeded to trot over to see why she would bother to tell me that. Why'd you trot? <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine a little bounding, little bounce in his step. The whole time I'm thinking she's talking about a little kid's plastic baseball bat we sometimes do have in stock. So as I was scanning the ground trying to find this bat, a real giant bat flies just like an inch over my head. It had a tiny body, but man, those nasty wings. Yeah, they, the bats are freakish. They, they are. They must, it must have been three feet across. I've never seen a real bat before, so I'm totally freaking out. For some reason, <laughs> it stayed in the aisle with me and the lady. It seemed like it was swoop-diving me over and over. <laughs> the bat came back and forth like five times before I bailed on the lady and headed for the back room to tell the manager, Sick him, Cletus! <laughs> Get me out of here! <laughs> I shall take the old lady. I pushed open the door. Worst vampire accent ever, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) I sound like a cab driver. (laughs) (laughs) So I pushed open the door and told my manager in the back room about it. The receiving lady was also back there. Uh Uh-oh. And they were like, what? 
So I stood there explaining the massive scale of its wings, and it swooped the receiving lady, and she let out a blood-curling scream. I started to laugh as the manager started shouting, Close the doors! We got to trap it in there. And uh, can't hold the main lobby of the store. When it proceeds to fly to the 20-foot ceiling of our spacious back room and kept flying back and forth, manager grabbed a huge broom and in one swing um, ended its semi-kamikaze dive bomb. I kept uh. yelling, one swing? One swing? And he calmly tossed it out the bay doors and went back to work. It's still the most skillful thing I've ever witnessed in my life. Nobody, wow. as far as I know, got the rabies. Hope you enjoyed you know- this story. I know you guys have a thing for bats. Steve E. from Washington Street. <laughs> Nobody you know likes the, the rapies. <laughs> she what? said it wasn't such a great brown bat after all. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a th- real throwback. Sorry. I <laughs> forget I said it. <laughs> I just, I just, I keep remembering rabies, rabies. <laughs> what, what, movies, what movie is that from? For 10 geek points. I, I got it. What? Oh. Goonies. Hey! Oh. Goonies. Isn't that the answer to everything? Yeah. Isn't yeah. everything? I think so. I think so. <laughs> Goonies. The answer. Uh, I love the, how they called them ORVs instead of SUVs. Off-road vehicles. Yeah. It's got this ORVs. really cool ORV with bullet holes. <laughs> bullet holes! Chunk that, was my favorite, that like when Janet Jackson came to your house, or Michael Jackson came to your house to, to use the bathroom? Okay, you didn't come over to my house to use the bathroom, but his sister did, which is why I said <laughs> Janet Jackson at first. I got confused. Yeah. I was already at the end of the story. I was the auger man. I was the auger man of the story. All right, we got one more from Comedy Rotten. What's up, James, John, and Trevor, whoever this is? I got a story here about a guy I work with. Coincidentally, his name is James. He's about 17. He's taller than me. So we were working some stuff in our store, filling shelves and stuff. We found out we had to move a whole bunch of little things just to get to a couple other items. That's why I hate working at a store. They were buried beneath them. James asked me if, if we really had to do this, and I told him yes, and he made this weird face. I didn't know what he was doing at first. After a little while later, we're walking out of the end of the store, and he suddenly turns to me after making this face for a while and says, Look, I made myself cry. Sure enough, <laughs> he had tears in his eyes. He said, All you have to do, see, is focus your eyes as hard as you can, and the tears will come out. Ouch, though, they itch. Weird. <laughs> I used to. That's because it's blood, buddy. Um, I, <laughs> tears, tears are clear. Um, I used to do it when I was a little. When I was little, he says to try to get out of stuff with my parents, but it never really worked. I thought it might make my parents feel bad. Hope you guys enjoyed the story. I got a lot more about this kid. Comedy rotten. Yeah, <laughs> send them, dude. And this kid's weird. We like him weird. <laughs> He's got some pretty good stories. Oh gosh. Hey, uh, let's see. I've got some voicemails I almost forgot about. Let me uh, see what we got here. Somebody wants to argue with us about Eleanor. Tom from New York. And uh, I just listened to your Eleanor episodes, and I just thought I'd call in and and give my two cents. First off, uh, you guys are wrong in the fact that somebody who is 62 years old can't go skiing and enjoy roller coasters. Uh, I understand that. I do. There's always going to be an example. But I got to tell you, buddy, I got a secret after this. In their late 60s, my mom used to be a ski patrol member. In fact, uh, one time the ski lift broke down while she was five months pregnant with me on the ski lift. And uh, that was another story right there. No, that's just a story she told you to get you to clean up your room. 
<laughs> I worked ski patrol and I walked up and down the mountain both ways, five months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. She is in right now. She's in her late sixties, and she can beat my butt right down the ski course any day of the week, and she does quite often. Anyway, she talks about Eleanor going on the roller coasters. Now, the roller coaster she mentioned, the Mind Eraser, is actually fairly close to where I live. And uh, so I was scoping around, seeing if I might be able to find Eleanor, but no luck on that count. Good but luck. But the skiing and deer pooping and that kind of thing. And the uh, Mind Eraser <laughs> put me in the mind that she is somewhere in upstate New York. So, stalkers, try to find her. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that, the only problem here with your theory there, buddy, is a Tom from New York is Eleanor turned out to be a high school boy. <laughs> so <laughs> he, he emailed me. So, yeah, if you're looking for Eleanor, uh, just be looking for a dude. That's all I got to tell you. So, oh. sorry. You, you, I, no, I believe there's a real Eleanor out there somewhere. He pulled the mom card to defend a lie. It's okay. Oh, it's all right. All right. Well, we have a new type of blessing that we give people like Tom, and it, it's may you never... Crash into a trailer. So, yes. <laughs> Never crash into a trailer. Yes. Here, Amen. here. Hey, James, John, and Trevor. Oh, that's Tom. He, he can't have more than one a week. Here we go. <laughs> hey, it's Lee again. I'm here with my story. Okay. So, a relative of mine, I'm not going to name any names, uh, was at our house, and uh, my mom was deployed in Iraq, and my dad was watching over us. I think, and uh, I think I was like 10 or 12 years old, and she was about five or six, and uh, I came home from a friend's house, and I heard my dad say, oh, why did you shave your eyebrows off? <laughs> and she was she said, uh, well, um, I took it from my brother, and, and then I, and I just did something on my eyebrow. And I could not stop laughing. Like, I was the only one laughing. And my dad was like, Leah, this isn't funny. And I was like, yes, it is. And it was really, really bad because it was a couple of days before her picture day. So she took her picture with no eyebrows. And we still have that picture today. We have a couple of copies of it. Send it in. Please. you got to send it in. I just, I always, I never tell people that story, but I just thought, Send it in, I'm the please. only person in my family that actually listens to this, so nobody's going to find that anyway. Have mercy. <laughs> okay. Send it in and they'll find out. I thought it was hilarious. Okay, bye. It's worth being disowned by your family. It is. You'll yep. get popularity. Come on. They don't listen to podcasts. That means they don't visit the website. You can do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, Blog about it. Man. <laughs> That is awesome. That is awesome. I got an eyebrow story that I could tell you guys, but um, I'm not allowed to. Really? And I can't say That's anything your else. There's yeah. It's like it's like when uh, like that story I told about the guy that I thought had lost weight, and I told him he he used to be really fat, and it turned out the the video I saw was filmed the week before, and he had gained all his weight back. You know. Do you remember that? Yeah, I had yes. to wait a year before I could tell that story. Yeah, because <laughs> you had to leave. Yeah, so the the the, uh, the eyebrow story will have to wait. I have to get permission to share that one. But uh, 
I just imagine that that year, that little girl's picture, she <laughs> she looked really, really just innocent. There's got to be an innocence to having no eyebrows. You know, or a surprise <laughs> look. <laughs> hey, I got a Sharpie. What, yeah. What, 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 what emotion do you want to convey today, sweetie? So, oh, man. Concern. Just draw it on there. Just imagine the photographer. He's like, calm down. Calm down. It's just a photo. It's not the Holocaust or something. Let's calm down. <laughs> yeah, send it in seriously. You yeah, have to. please do. Please do. Hey, that's our show for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I did. So uh, what about you guys? Did you enjoy the show? Yay. Yeah. John, I thought you were going to throw in some random sound effect. On a scale of 1 to 10, uh, Trevor, is it still a 3 or 4? Or did we uplift your spirits a little bit? My spirits are uplifted. However, I still have no way to get my spirits to work tomorrow. Okay, well, this will help. Narthex! So, <laughs> that helps Just everything. take the Narthex. Oh. <laughs> Just go through a Narthex. That's, that's the answer to all your problems. Guys... Whoa, whoa, that's loud. It's time to get out of here. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for another awesome show. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to all our spouses for letting us record. Thanks to our contributors, all of you that send in stuff every week. The show would not be what it is without you. Thanks for everybody that joined us in the chat room tonight. Shout out to the chat room. Hey. Hey. Shout, shout out. Ah! Everyone who listens, thank you, too. Hey, you know what? You can email us. You can do it. Yeah. James at NLCast.com. Twitter. Twitter us at Twitter.com slash NLCast. Visit the website for forums and stories and comments and posts and fun stuff. NLCast.com. Call us. 2095-NLCast. 209-565-2278. Remember, next time you tell a funny life story, tell it like nobody's listening. Or... Or turn into a bat and fly away. Yeah. You can do it. Or just tell like you're driving a topaz that doesn't. Sorry, Trevor. I just liked how Trevor let us know that his bike was a two-wheeled bike. Yes, as opposed to a unicycle. (laughs) Or a three-wheeled bike. Yeah, a tricycle. Tricycle. Most people call them bicycles. Big wheels. Uh, it's okay. So you're saying bicycle means two wheels. Yeah, bi. Sickle. Bicycle. Bicycle. <laughs> it's a queen song. <laughs> hey, everybody. This is Connie from Ohio, and I am so grossed out. I just want to go, ew, 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 ew. Uh, I was setting the table at sort of a banquety thing, um, and... My one of my tasks was to put out the napkins, and this person's behind me putting down the forks. Well, I look up, and there's this little person, a little five foot nothing woman, putting out napkins as well. And then I noticed that she was trying to separate them by licking her thumb, and then separating and pulling out the napkins. These are napkins they're going to be wiping their mouths with. Yuck! Anyway, thanks for letting me share. Bye. Hi. James, Trevor, John, this is Pastor Mikey Wan from the forums and chat room again. I just want to tell you a story about a time we were playing football. We used to play twice a week um, after work, and uh, some friends of my wife's, or girlfriend at the time, but now wife, uh, from college decided to come play with us, and they were real athletic, real cool guys. And um, 
we uh, were playing football. We threw a long pass to one of those guys, and he went out to catch it. And as he, he stretched out and dove and landed in the end zone without catching the ball and sat up in severe pain. And we were like, what's up, buddy? What's wrong, man? And he said, my shoulder hurts. It's killing me. And so a friend of ours who was real athletic and played a lot of sports was like, your shoulder's dislocated. we gotta, we got to figure out what to do. And so he grabs his arm and starts pulling it, trying to put his shoulder back into place, right? And the guy is, like, screaming. Every time he pulls his shoulder, he's just screaming bloody murder. And um, my, uh, uh, we're all like, dude, I don't know. Maybe you should stop. Maybe you should stop. He's like, okay, okay. So they took him to the college where they had a hospital there where he could figure it out. And before they got him in the car, he threw up from the pain. He was hurting so bad. Well, they got him in the car, took him to the hospital, and it turns out um, he had broken his collarbone, not dislocated his shoulder. So the whole time we were pulling on his arm, thinking we were trying to pop his shoulder back into place, but really we were just making his collarbone hurt even worse. So uh, it was pretty bad. But now I know not to uh, assume those things anymore. Just go to the hospital. That's it. Thanks on the show. Bye. Hey guys, this is, this is Jeremy from Greenfield, Massachusetts, and I just wanted to leave a story with you that my coworker had told me, and uh, when she told me, I laughed very hard, and uh, I just thought, hey, I want to, I'm gonna call that show, I want to call that show about that. But um, anyway, what happened was she was camping in North Carolina, and she had a shirt that said "I heart mullets" on it, and uh, she went to a local liquor store um, while she was camping, and uh, while she was there, a man, I'm guessing a local, um, walked in, and he had a mullet on, and uh, so he walks in, and and uh, I guess he saw her there, and he stood there for a second as he read her shirt, and he said, um, he said this, and I'll, I'll do my best, southern accent, I'm not from the south, but I'll do my best, uh, she, he said, uh, What's a mulet? And uh, and every time she tells me that story, I almost don't believe her, but it's still funny regardless, I guess. But uh, I love your show, and I uh, hope it hope this makes it on. All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, James. This is Bada Being 15 from the forums. Here to give you just not a much of a comment or a story, but an idea. Uh, you get themes like puke and um, embarrassments with David. But I was thinking maybe you should do a recap of those uh, themes and do them with Trevor and John and see if they have any funny stories. Anyway, don't have to use it. Just a thought. This is Bottom Big 15. Out. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big.